Welcome to Real Truth Real Quick. My name is Rick Smith, Director of Digital Ministries at Watermark Church in Dallas, Texas. I'm here with my friend Todd Wagner. Hey, Todd. How you doing, man? Well, good. Well, hey, we've got a question that is on a lot of folks' mind. Um, it's been on the news. Uh, it's, we're filming this in Dallas, and so specifically here in Dallas, we yeah. have had the first Ebola patient in the United States diagnosed with Ebola. So people are asking, should I worry about the Ebola virus? Well, the way that question is phrased, you know, we know this. Worry doesn't accomplish anything. Worry doesn't change our circumstance. Worry is us uh, being concerned about what may come in the future. In other words, we sometimes worry is us asking for tomorrow's uh, provision today. The, the Bible says that each day has enough trouble of its own. All right, tomorrow will take care of itself. What we should always do is what it says in the verse before that, Matthew 6, right? Seek first the kingdom of God and his righteousness. But let's just be fair to everybody. People are like, well, I'm worried about Ebola today. I don't want to get diseased and die today. Well, no one does, okay? It's, it's good and normal that you don't want to get sick. Um, first of all, it's just great to educate yourself about how you're going to get it, right? Your wife's a doctor. Yeah. And she'll tell you that the only way you get Ebola is through the transmission of the disease through contact with human fluids, right? Yep. So everything from feces to semen to sweat to blood and everything in between. It's not airborne. It's not an airborne disease, okay? So you've got to get it from a human or an animal that carries Ebola. And uh, if you do touch somebody like that, there's 21 days where you are prone to show the symptoms of it and be contagious if you're going to get it at all. But look, that's not really the question. They can go to the CDC website, and we'll even put a link in the bottom to find all the information they want about Ebola. What we do need to say is this. Again, talking about worry. All right, worry is when we're trying to uh, get God to give us answers today that maybe they're not out there yet. We should be wise and prudent, okay? The prudence see evil and hide themselves up, but thy naive proceed and inherit folly. So we don't want to be naive in the way that we live our life. I also don't think we're going to live in fear. I think when we have got a crisis like this, it's a chance for us who don't believe this world is our home to show ourselves an example among all the world with our speech, conduct, love, faith, and purity. So we have a doctor here in Dallas who brought... Uh, I guess, went over there and contracted Ebola, Dr. Brantley, I believe is his name, who's a great example of what Christians have always done. In fact, in the early days, it was said that Christians almost treat, treated pandemics, right? Pandemic is, it comes from the Greek word pan, which means all, and demos, which means people, so all people. And we need to realize this, that there's always been pandemics, okay? Uh, by the 18th century, 140 million people had died from the bubonic plague. 25 million alone in the 14th century died from it, which they said was anywhere from 30 to 60% of the entire population, if you can imagine that, died. Uh, in the 20th century, there was 40 million people that died from the Spanish flu. We're nowhere near that, but because of uh, social media and all the information that's out there, there's just this really heightened sense of what's this new thing. And some people are always trying to drape the New York Times over their Bible and go, is this an end times event? Well, it might be. But what's always interesting about America, too, is we never seem to care about stuff that's going on until it gets here in Dallas, all right, or in a doctor in Atlanta. And that just is not the way it should be. We should care about the entire world, and the awareness of the whole world today is something that we should be, um, I think, compassionate towards and caring about. That's why Dr. Brantley went over there. It's what Christians always did. Stoics demeaned uh, care, frankly. Um, 
pagans didn't believe that there was an afterlife. So when there was a, a pandemic, they all bolted. Christians stayed and were compassionate. And it was one of the things that advanced the gospel. Is they go, these people love differently. And we had a chance to tell why we love differently. It's because God loves us and died for us. We're going to love and give ourselves for others. That doesn't mean you've got to willingly contract Ebola or the bubonic plague. It just means that we do nothing from selfishness or empty conceit. And if nobody else is going to care for sick and dying people, we should. Because God's either going to care for us. Listen, I love to tell people all the time, we are immortal until the Lord's done with us. That doesn't mean we're stupid, okay? We know Psalm 90 verse 12 says the Lord has numbered our days. We know the scripture says be anxious for nothing but in everything with prayer and thanksgiving. With supplication, let your requests be made known to God. And the peace of God which passes all understanding will guard your hearts and minds in Christ Jesus. Compassion, prayer, confidence, selflessness is what should mark us when we talk about Ebola. Good stuff. One quick question. How would a Christian here in Dallas or America that goes, hey, I, I have a heart for that. I, I don't necessarily know that the way God has arranged my life right now, I can jump on a plane and go to the continent of Africa and serve like Dr. Brantley did. How could they get involved and help be a part of this? I mean, prayer is one way. What are some other ways that someone could be a part? Well, if you uh, have an opportunity from a, a medical perspective, obviously you can volunteer to say, I'll go in there where no one else is going to go. And appropriately, Cover yourself with that which can protect yourself. But here's how you get involved, Rick. You just love and are compassionate with people. You calm folks. You speak the truth and the hope that we have. If you don't die of Ebola, you just need to know something. You're going to die of something. So you may as well get ready. All right? We should be wise and prudent. We should not uh, increase panic. We should always bring calm. Good stuff, Todd. And, and like Todd said, if you go to realtruthrealquick.com, in the show notes, we'll put some links to the CDC, some other resources out there so that you can be equipped. And I think like Todd said, I, I heard today on the news, someone said that the uh, fear of Ebola was more contagious than Ebola. And so I think being out there and being able to help give accurate information when you hear wrong information is a way that you can help out. So yep. great. We'll see you next week on another episode of Real Truth Real Quick. Real Truth Real Quick.